We are sorry the number you are trying to reach is unavailable. Please try again when you are graduated or employed, not ungraduated. Hello everybody and welcome to the fifth episode. On today's episode, we're going to talk about making friends in the workplace and sort of dealing with coworkers who are hard to deal with. They're everywhere. They're everywhere and you're going to have to deal with it sooner or later, I feel like. Yeah. I'm a cancer. I take everything personally. Um, I, I shouldn't do that because when you take work personally, I think that's just, you need to separate yourself. That's a good point though. I have, I'm really bad at that. It's something I'm working on. Yeah. I think it's something I've gotten better with. Like I used to always try and make friends in my workplace, but I feel like, I don't know, for me at least it's worked better just to keep your work life and your like personal life separate. So you don't get offended if somebody's like you know being rude at work one day or telling you how to do your job and i think like sometimes if somebody is to treat you kind of poorly that one day and you do notice they're they're kind of having a shitty day i feel like especially in the workplace people are all grown up we have like bigger responsibility other than our workers ourselves and it's just to kind of like look out for the team and just be like and just check in, you know, like you never know and just kind of be like, yeah. hey, like yeah. what the fuck is up? Like what's going on? And be yeah. how if you could help them out in any way, mm-hmm. see if you could pick up one of their little tasks that they have or any like grabbing For coffee, sure. honestly, too. Just getting them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily think that you have to be best friends with every oh, single person yeah. in your office. Mm-hmm. Like because there and it's hard. It's a hard balance for everyone, too, because. There's definitely some people who like to distance themselves more and like to keep everything like their personal lives and everything yeah. out. But there's also people who are like who walk in and they're like, hey, bitch, what's happening? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like those kind of people like make your day. But it's also like not necessarily a bad thing if someone's like keeping their distance from you and like not. Right. Causing any right. Drama. Yeah. If they know like when to like be like chill catch up with you and then when it's time to actually work they're like okay get the fuck away from me and let me actually work i think that is a hundred percent fine you can't actually you just don't force a friendship at work like i know like sometimes you get excited it's a new environment you just want to be friends with everybody but sometimes like yeah you'll meet friends at work and if it falls into place it falls into place but at other times just don't force it you know, mm-hmm. don't get too involved in other people's personal lives at work. I not like. so, especially not so soon either. Like, right. I totally get you want to do team bonding, do virtual happy hour and everything. Totally yeah, fine. Yeah. Fine. But I think like if you're only like a few months into a company and you're already trying to be buddy buddy with everybody, like slow the roll down make sure your work is go- getting done. Make sure like everybody on the team is OK, too. And then kind of like focus that secondary I guess. Yeah. And if you have a conflict with like anyone at work, I feel like it's important to talk to them about it right off the bat. Like as soon as you notice an issue, don't let that linger on for a while. Maybe they're just having an off day or maybe an off week or something happened. But I feel like confronting them is the best option. Yeah. Um, I don't really enjoy confrontation in the workplace. Otherwise, I love confrontation. You're bugging me. I'll be like, excuse me. You're bugging me. Like, I'm fine saying that. But it, like, when you're working, I, if so, okay, here's the thing. It depends if it's like, if you're talking about like your fucking manager or like another person that's like on the same like team as you, you know? Yeah. That's something, ugh, that's something I'm going through right well, now. Well, I, I mean, 
I'll just I'll share a story. At um, one of my jobs, um, I had one of my managers send out an, a group email that was sort of targeted towards me, and I wasn't. I was like in the same boat as Angie. I wasn't gonna like confront her or anything. So I just like lingered it off. <laughs> I went into the office every day. I was just like, oh, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she pulled me aside one day and she apologized and she was like, that like I totally sorry. I was having a bad day. I shouldn't have taken it out on you. What do you do if one of your bosses like a Okay, I'm just going to say it like this because I had a really, like, kind of shitty story. I used to intern for this one company last year, and I was an SDR, which is a sales development role, and you're basically, like, calling people all fucking day. Like, that's literally all you do. You call people all day, you email all day, and then you have to put it in their CRM to track the leads and shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. I had this one boss, will not be named, we're not going to be saying anything. We're not name dropping. No, we can't. But my relationship with her was chill at first. She was cool. She knew her shit, obviously. I saw that she got promoted like a million fucking times as Dr. Lincoln not too fucking long ago. (laughs) But, like, I had a question about using the CRM because the week that I had started, I was already, like, a week behind from the interns that started the week before me. But that wasn't my issue. I don't know why the fuck we weren't already grouped together into, like, starting all on the same date, right? Right. Mm-hmm. They already knew how to use the CRM. I didn't know. And they didn't really train me oh, at I all to, like, do the CRM shit. So I had to reach out to the other SDRs on the team. And they were, like, also confused. Like, we were just learning together. But, like, she was the main person who was supposed to teach us, and she did not fucking teach us. I asked her. I went to her for, like, one-on-ones to help me out. She was, like, she told me, like, do this, 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 and this. And I was, like, whoa, bitch. Like, hold on. Like, slow the roll. I need you to, like, break it down to me because what you're saying makes no sense to me at all. But, yeah, she, like, did not help me at all. I was super frustrated with her. And I think some shit happened and then she is very passive aggressive as well. Ugh. So she like I would have a one on one with her and she'd like kind of pay attention, but she'd be you know, like away on her fucking computer, no attention to me, and I was like, What the fuck? And then she would report to my other manager who was like my main main one and like told him like stupid shit about like me asking a bunch of questions and I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of lost of who I'm supposed to be reporting to because I had one manager here in the city and then one kind of across the country. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, nobody's fucking helping me. And I think that's what kind of failed me in that role specifically because I left and I was like kind of miserable. I didn't like it the whole environment, the work team, it was just, like, not helpful at all. Yeah. I really wanted to, like, get together with the team and really fucking help one another And because I was obviously failing. Like, mm-hmm. the first like the first two months I was fine, but then after that it was, like, a shit show. I feel yeah. like it would have been more efficient for them just to, like, train you on the CRM and want to save a lot of time and energy. And I mean, but that's so easy to say. And then when you're looking for the time to actually get training and you, like, are trying to jump into work, like yeah. – that's the part that's hard. Like, you need, like, a transitional... Right. I think Agreed. also being passive-aggressive is not a good quality to have when you're a manager. So I mean, like, I, I, I can't read 
people that are passive aggressive that well it doesn't like, make sense to god and thankfully like all my managers have been super confrontational and have been super helpful and have given me like their undivided attention during one-on-ones but i mean I, that would like i would struggle in that position oh too. bitch i did oh bitch i did yeah I, I and i think struggle. that's like my number one thing now like i need a fucking training session like i totally get learn on your own but like for shit like that i was like genuinely coming to this woman for help and that bitch said no peace out bye especially since it's like an entry-level role and they they like expect (laughs) that they need to like train you and they didn't so they failed you in that i think in that sense true facts right now where i'm at like i am training myself i'm teaching myself like everything like i and that's okay and i feel like i get time to do that my boss understands that i we're new so there's not like really a procedure uh-huh and i'm trying i can't make up a procedure if i don't know myself so she's like encouraging me to do things like like watch you like videos it. and like try out different things okay cool which is really cool i like that and i really like that but it's just like <laughs> before i definitely did not have that where i had no input on like the system we use or like the the method of like entering or like the method of like what what you do in a day and right now I what I really like about my job right now is that I have so much freedom to like decide like I'm making part of like mm-hmm. the culture if that makes any sense like no like yeah kind of like I love culture. it yeah. yeah yeah I think it's important to like I mean I feel like even when if you start a new role you're always gonna have to train yourself a little bit of course it's not it's never gonna be perfect but I mean, getting guidance is super important in a role too. I think yeah. going off of that too, being coachable is a very yes. big quality that a lot of recruiters are looking forward to. I think being coachable and like if you're able to just teach yourself everything and just being able to go with the flow too. But like as long as you have the guidance to go with that and the support from the company and the team, I think you should be able to succeed. But if you're yeah. literally left to the fucking dirt, yeah, like that's their fucking problem. They're setting you up for failure. Literally. Right. But I feel like at larger companies too, it doesn't yeah. have a significant impact as like a startup. But like I feel like a startup would rather spend the time and the energy and train you because um, you're not in this wide pool of people, but like yeah. I feel like at larger companies, you're in, like this wider pool, and they don't want to spend that much time or resources. Yeah, fuck um, that. On training, however, I feel like it is important. That's a part of the company culture, like Angie said before, just doing your research. And I mean, like not on going like on their website and looking at like what they say their mission or company culture is. I mean, go on Glassdoor and type in your position, see what other employees have said about their training experiences or interview experiences and i think off of that you can read more about that company culture and just see how they transitioned into that role um that's a question i also like to ask in job interviews is how was your transition into your current role today especially if they switched industries because that just like i feel like it makes it more difficult especially with um switching industries also along with the glass store i think like reaching out to people on linkedin if they've worked there before be like yeah. hey i see you work at this place want to yeah. like can we catch up on zoom or whatever can we like talk about it i'm interested in applying and i just wanted to get a feel for like what the people are that work there exactly yeah yeah especially if they're like an, if a person is in like a man like a manager position they are sort of um what's like the right word they're like the icon of the company culture like they know people are looking at them to represent the culture Mm -hmm. so i feel like 
if you see a ma- like a certain managers that are not representing that culture, I feel like that just shows the company's overall culture, regardless of what they say. Okay, if that makes sense. I like if it's that. one manager, okay, but if it's like multiple managers yeah. and they're just like letting their, you know, I think I I get the whole managers kind of like the face of the company if you want to say it in like mm-hmm. that way yeah i also think recruiters are really like for me i feel like they're the bigger face of the company just because like whenever i have the initial phone call with the recruiter i can already tell within 15 minutes if i fucking love the company or if i fucking hate it if the if they can carry the conversation as well as i can okay we're cool this could be good but if they're awkward and literally cannot carry the conversation, I'm so frustrated and I, like, don't talk as much as I normally do. Yeah. No, exactly. And I this is, like, one of my pet peeves with recruiters that annoy. Like, it just happened to me this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me about that. I heard that on the phone. Okay. I was, like, literally on my way here. <laughs> and I get a phone call. And it's a recruiter from this company that I applied to three and a half months ago. And he You applied like, on what, LinkedIn? Yeah, I applied on LinkedIn, and he was like, oh, hi, like, do you have a minute right now to, like, review your resume? And I'm like, okay, I get calling people, like, spontaneously, but one, I literally have not received an email about them. Two, I haven't had, to, like, I hadn't Wait, had the time to do my research called yet. Or what, he, he called me out of nowhere. Like, I literally haven't heard from this company in three and a half months. Called me out of nowhere, which is great. I was like, listen, I would love to chat with you. Don't have the time right now. Let's yeah. connect later. But, I mean, that I think that says a lot about the company culture because the best companies I have interviewed with, mm-hmm. yeah, like I've talked to recruiters, I've gone through the interview processes, but I feel like they are more respectful of your time. And I feel like getting a million text messages from a company, getting a million emails from a company, taking like, I understand, like I had to take a personality test yesterday for oh my this God. company I was what, interviewing what with. I hate when that happens. I had to take four different ones, and I'm not even kidding. <laughs> what, they were okay, like 20 minutes each. Do you remember which ones? What What do you mean? The personality, personality test? test? Which ones do you take? One of them was like... The Myers one? Yeah, one of them was a Myers one. What are you? One of them was like... I don't um, even know what the fuck I am. What you think people expect of you. What? And yeah, it was like they had all these qualities, and you checked the, the ones. What the fuck was this for? It's like, I don't know, honestly, it's it was like so random and i feel like at that point like that job interview like interview me i'll tell you what i think people expect of me but like taking a damn quiz like four quizzes like that's a huge turn off like that's just annoying for me what were the other two i'm just curious um one of them was like a math thing it had like you had to do math for example one of the they had math questions but it was also like analytics so like they had like an arrow pointing up and it was like dark and it was like, what is the opposite of this arrow? And uh. it was like, obviously, it's the arrow pointing down that's, you know, clear and not, like, filled in. Okay. Just, like, random questions like that. I don't know. I get super annoyed. I also get super annoyed when companies text me five times. Okay, that's different. I that's think a very specific example. I know which one she's talking about, I don't know. Too. Because the best companies I've interviewed with and, like, all my previous job experiences, I've gotten maybe one or two emails from the company, like, let's chat. What's a good time that works for you? And then we interview and we kick it off. But, like, constant connecting okay. is hard. Okay. So tell I'm me this. i job because I just said that. No, no, no. <laughs> tell me this. So different companies have different forms of communication. People will text you. Right. People will call you out of nowhere, leave you a – voicemail call me back at this phone number whenever works time for you people will email you uh, set up uh, a meeting the next day or whatever linkedin blah blah right. blah i think uh, i think like they're all effective 
ways to reach out to a potential candidate because they just want to get your attention right there and then but like i think like if you're able to also be very flexible and pick up the phone call right there and then and mm-hmm. be like, hey, like I, can, I have like five right. minutes to chat. Like that's totally fine. Right. They'll be like, holy shit, this bitch is flexible. Like yeah. she like picked up the phone right now. I don't know what the fuck she's doing, but she picked up the phone right now and like talked to us. Like that's super admirable. Right. We love that. But then it's also like, but you should have respected my fucking time. You know? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's I guess tricky. there's two ways. But also, if you were calling me to schedule a time, I would understand that. Yeah, but like true. calling me and reading me my own resume to me, I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like, okay, I know but yeah, what my resume says. That's what. Okay, that annoys me so much. When a company is like, "Oh, hi, do you have a minute to chat?" and I'm like, "Sure, I and, guess." And then, like, I'm literally like ask. doing laundry. Yeah, like right. And I feel like what's I, it about though? I like to prep for the discussion, and I don't mind them calling me spur of the moment. But I also like to do my research because I have questions, and all right off the bat, I I don't have like like the mental capacity sort of (laughs) to ask all my questions yeah you're literally doing laundry and you're like what the fuck is going on exactly so i feel like scheduling is super important being organized is super important i don't know it might just be my personality but i like a little bit more structure when interviewing with companies and that's like a red flag for me especially like getting five text messages i'm like okay that was a little weird me and katya applied to this same position it was a marketing thing if i'm not yeah we applied for this one company. I think it was in like Fremont or whatever. Yeah, we applied for the same Fremont position. Companies. But listen to this. Right? They said their headquarters was in the Bay Area. Okay, it literally Which technically it is, but their headquarters was not in San Francisco. So when your job description says San Francisco based, Fremont is not San Francisco based. Was it? That no, you know what? Me. That I honest, like is my pet peeve. I think it was farther. I think it was. Like it way was. Farther. It was not Fremont. It was definitely farther. Than it was Fremont. like I don't even know what the other. It was really fucking far, and this one recruiter literally texted Katya five times and left her, like, two row. voicemails. Three. Three voicemails. And then I applied, and I got the same thing. I was like, holy shit, they're literally blowing up my phone. Honestly- well, like, I think that um, when I get those kind of, well, I've, that's happened to me, like, once, but when I got that, it my first thought was, oh, my gosh, like, this company, <laughs> literally, I'm going to have to send five emails five text messages like one after another to someone if i'm if i have like a position like this i'm gonna have to be annoying like this and i don't want to be annoying yeah because it's they were not like they're not automated yeah. messages well, like, they're like coming from actual people yeah these phones. were like these were like personalized messages that's that's what i'm saying like that i i not that i would be a recruiter you gotta do but what you gotta do to get the work done right i yeah. understand that yeah I get i get the outreach i understand being a recruiter and how rigorous it is because it's hard it's a hard position but at the same time that also reflects on the company but i don't know i feel like i feel like consistency is important in a company but i also feel like there's like a limit of how how often they should reach out to you mm-hmm. i mean i get it, it's my fault i applied for the job but i mean i didn't expect to get all that feedback it's, it's a it's a game it's a jungle it is a game. It's, it's literally a applying for places it's a fucking jungle you yeah. gotta go through it's a pain <laughs> in the ass yeah, I mean that one. Remember that one company that I interviewed for, and um, I got the job, signed all the papers, and then I was like, "It was a scam." No, it wasn't a scam. Yeah. I just like hated it. Like they weren't paying me like anything. I was gonna have to commute really far, and then um, they made me wait like thirty minutes after my appointment time, and I was like, "This is such a bad." representation of the company and i i'm not gonna do it and then i got a different internship like i had gotten another but you signed papers and shit. i signed papers and everything and then i got another offer 
That's okay. That, so what you do? So I was that. just like, hi, like, thank you for. <laughs> this is so terrible. This is the worst thing I've ever done. I was no, like, thank you bad. for taking me through the interview process. Um, the guy was also like really rude to me, and I was like, if this oh. is any indication for what I'm gonna have to right. go through this summer, like, like I'm not into it. it. Yeah. And he was like, also by the way, like he told me like in our like meeting where I was anyway, he was like, yeah, we're gonna expect you to work weekends, <gasps> like seven days a week. Oh, okay. Which and I get mean- paid nothing. And I was like. Well, thank you for, um, like, your, t- like, time and consideration. I really appreciate the offer. And, like, um, just based on, like, w- like everything that happened today, like, based on the new information you presented to me today, uh-huh. um, I've decided to accept another offer. And um, There's nothing wrong with that. I just was, like, it was a little it's bad. It's because hard, I had I already it. accepted the position. But I wasn't the only intern. It wasn't like I was, yeah, you know. Um, and... They never emailed me back. Fuck it. Fuck them. That's it. So, I mean, like, I just can't. I'm, like, glad. I'm so happy that I did that because, yeah, the opportunity would have been good. But, like, am I really, really? really, Yeah, am I willing to kill myself for something that I I really don't want to do? Honest to fucking God. You really need to think about that. For real. It's not fucking worth it. I feel like respect is huge in a company, though, because I feel like there's certain companies where you'll be at, like, the bottom of the totem pole, like, entry-level position, (laughs) and, like, the CEO will get coffee with you. Like, I feel like that says a lot about a company, too, and, like, disrespect is one thing I can't deal with. I understand it comes with, like, the job and being entry-level, but that does say a lot about the company culture. And recruiters being rude. I have a friend, actually, who went to a job interview, and it was on-site. She drove, like, 45 minutes, went to the job interview. This girl went to this job interview, and she waited 50 minutes, and they still weren't coming out. Her interview slot was at 2 o'clock. 250 came around she was like oh maybe they're just running behind they didn't let her know anything so she went up to the lady at the front desk and she was like hey i'm supposed to have an interview and they were like oh yeah we know and she was like you know what i'm leaving so she literally was like i just want you guys to know this is like super disrespectful of you guys no one came out to even talk to me or tell me you guys were running behind and this is not a company that I want to work for. And she literally, like, stormed out. She dipped? <laughs> she dipped. And they probably didn't care. They didn't give a shit. No. They didn't They didn't care. And I, she was like, that does say a lot, though. Like, I've had I've had interviews where people were late. But, one, they've always let me know they were late. And Apologize two, for being apologize late. Apologize for being late. Or if you're running behind, be like, hey, I'm running 15 minutes behind. Or can we reschedule? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Try really hard not to be late, though. Oh, as the as the person that's being interviewed, do not be late. But if yeah. you're de- being the interviewer. Uh, oh, my yeah. God. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, no yeah. in that experience that I was talking about, um, that I was like really similar, but it was also yeah. finals week. And I was like, hey, you know, my yeah. time is valuable. Dealing with coworkers who are sort of, I feel like especially we're going into the job market and we might be joining companies where we're the youngest people there. This, is, I feel like, starts sometimes drama because there's people okay. like boomers who are a little bit older. <laughs> Uh like who have like conflict like they don't like the fact that a young person can i don't know it's like helping them with their job and necessarily they think they know more and in this situation i feel like you just have to yeah go with the flow it's hard it's that's like one of my fears because i haven't had to deal with it but i've heard horror stories (laughs) i've had I've been. I've literally the horror stories have come from Angie. <laughs> yeah, these are my personal stories. No, so, you know what? It's not usually not that bad. It's just that I take a lot of pride in like if I'm working and like you know I don't know how to describe this. I, 
if she's I'm like excited, excited to start a new role, and then you get there, and they're like, no, it's like if I if I'm like doing as like the best I possibly can given like everything that's going on, the, just like annoying, just like people being annoying, like yeah. Like people taking advantage, people will take advantage of you because you're young. And yeah, like you exactly. Just, you want to like win them over, right? Right. Yeah, I feel that. I think that yeah, that's like one conflict like people have to deal with in the workplace. I feel like another conflict is when you have somebody who has the same job title as you, and it becomes competitive. And I had this happen to me. I had this girl. We were friends the uh-huh. whole time, like, at our internship. Oh, we were I love super, like, Please, we hit so it funny. off. We were friends. We got lunch every single day together. Like, we hung out outside of work. And then the end of the internship came, and I got an offer, and she didn't. And You she, got an offer for after graduation, right? Is that how it no. went? I got, yeah. But, but, yeah, I got an offer after the internship. Yeah. Yeah, and she Or to extend it. I don't remember. No, no, no. I got like a job offer. Okay, okay, okay. I got like a job offer, and she literally just ghosted me. It was her birthday, like the next day. I messaged her birthday, nothing. She like blocked me on everything. Really? And I was like, what the heck? And I realized you've never shown me a picture. And I realized that that's what it was because of. I mean, that's what I'm assuming it was. Like, like I didn't do anything. Sick of your ass. Yeah, sick of my ass. Whatever. I'm just saying competitiveness like that, you can't let it get to you. Because, again, that's why I emphasize, like, work life and personal life separating. Like, if you meet friends and you guys hit it off and you're friends, great, 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 great. But <laughs> I feel like it's always good to have boundaries at work. True. Especially Very if you, true. like, I don't know. Don't, be <laughs> don't become friends with your coworkers. And if you do, pick wisely. I mean, I think it's okay to be friends with coworkers. It keeps you sane. It keeps you. Yes, I, I get that. But, but I'm make saying sure you don't force it. Don't, yeah. Don't jump into it too quick. I feel like yeah. I forced it because I like this is not somebody I would have been friends with outside of work. But because we were at the same company, same age, like we were going through the same stuff in life, like we, I kind of forced it. Yeah. I kind of forced sense. her to get coffee with me every day. <laughs> <laughs> I see she that you're not busy. No. I scheduled some time on your calendar for us <laughs> to grab coffee. It's not like you can say no because I'm fucking watching you. Literally. I'm watching you. I know you're not doing anything else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> at, my, at one of my jobs, I used like people used to leave for like lunch and I was, wasn't in like their friend group. You would le- yeah, you'd leave for lunch, though. I would. Sometimes I would go. Like, you'd go sometimes. home. What? Didn't you go home? no not all so um i would spend some days i would spend the whole day at the office and when everyone would leave for lunch they would like obviously have a group chat and i wouldn't be included Aww. so when they would come back i would pretend like i was super busy and would eat my lunch at my desk oh <laughs> so that's sad. sad thing i ever heard okay how about like don't asked, eat lunch alone like that i ask people to get lunch i lunch. used to eat lunch alone but i would go out and eat lunch alone like that's I easy if you thought, no, yeah. I, can't, I don't do that you got to but like i would eat lunch by myself in the office but what's wrong with going out let's just say like, i ask people to get lunch and they're like oh i'm busy like our schedule's con like there's like a conflict sometimes i would go out with the team but other times like most days i would eat lunch by myself which i feel like is not i don't know it's fine not, i don't know that's well, my experience. You're getting your fucking work done. That's my experience. I don't yeah, know. we had a lunchroom, but it was like shared with another office because oh. it was like in a building. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, this is only one example, but like um, 
I used to sit up there and like I would see someone, but you weren't supposed to talk because it, it was quiet. Like they're supposed to be quiet in the lunchroom. What? They That's had the like a policy about heard. like like quiet. Like the office had like the building had a policy about like what? they have a they have a kitchen and a lunchroom, but it's supposed to be quiet. There shouldn't be noise. That's weird. there was like a sign on the door that said like no talking, no cell phones. <laughs> wow. That's and so I would strange. sit there on my cell phone like. Yeah, that's bizarre. As long as you're not talking on the phone. Yeah, it was really weird. So there wasn't people um, isolating me, obviously. And my boss would sometimes come up to me and be like, how are you? You seem really overworked. (laughs) He was like, just keep your head up. (laughs) He would be like, I know this is hard. I think my favorite part about getting lunch with your boss is like, at the beginning stages of getting a job and you have to take the introduction lunches. I love that. Like getting to meet everyone. I don't get any of those. Oh, I had that at like I'm so sad. All I, had, I never got position. one of those. No. Oh, what? I got a leaving lunch. I got one for when I was. I didn't get a leaving lunch. Oh, but I had oh, a actually birthday I have. lunch. I've, I've gotten a leaving That's lunch. That's cute. That's sweet. My I remember office that. had a birthday party for I like I remember that. that. That's sweet. I don't know, but those lunches are my favorite because they're like not forced. Whoever can come can come. Yeah, those Whoever are can't, sweet. Can't. Those those really, I feel like those lunches are like the best. But anyways, dealing with conflict yeah, in a workplace, I feel like is different for everybody because no one has like the same experiences and everyone sort of deals with it differently. Mm-hmm. My thing sometimes I just brush off. I don't necessarily take it personally, but that's I've learned my lessons in the past about making friends at work. Not that I wouldn't do it in the future. Watch, I'm gonna meet my husband at work. <laughs> I know Katya's gonna I be marrying my, the CEO. I keep my personal life, <laughs> my work life separate. Okay, I have this one story. It's fucking hilarious. I don't think I've ever told anybody this story before because I thought about it the other day. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. In high school, I felt like I was very ambitious. I felt like I really needed a job because I always wanted my own money for shit. So in high school, okay, I was like, maybe a junior, maybe, I think maybe a junior, maybe a senior in high school, okay? I signed up for care.com. And. Like I have no babysitter experience. Like I, like hate, like I don't hate kids, but I'm not the most responsible with kids. I know this for a fact right now. Like who I have Leo, I didn't fucking like take care of Leo all that much. Like Leo's I did. Like sixteen. Like Leo, yeah, you know, like I didn't like babysit him all yeah. the fucking time or closer in age. And I signed up for Care.com. I put like I wanted to come in and like tutor kids and like tutor other students and i would come in and do whatever the family needed me to do i had my profile fucking beautiful set up i think it was senior year because i think i put i was studying computer science and this is when i was an ap computer science so i thought it was a hot shit because i knew what the fuck (laughs) i was doing with coding right no (laughs) and then you went to college no and then so I got this one interview for this family. I remember it was in South San Francisco, right next to Orange Park. It was like in an apartment complex. I can't believe my mother let me fucking go to an apartment complex alone like this, right? I am like oh thinking about God. this today. I showed up to this woman's house and her daughter. Her daughter was like maybe 13. I thought she was a kid. She was 13. I came in. She interviewed me. The daughter or the mom? No, the mom interviewed yeah. me. And the daughter was, like, sitting in the background, too. And she was, like, telling me about, like, what she wanted. She was, like, I really want, like, somebody that can tutor my daughter. And I want somebody that can kind of be here while I'm at work to, like, kind of, like, uh, clean the place up. And my daughter is, like, really wanting to, I guess, decorate her room. And she just wants, like, somebody she can, like, really trust and shit like that. 
I don't know. And at the time, my room was fucking decorated with One Direction posters all over my room. So, of course, I thought I had, like, an aesthetically pleasing room, and I knew what the fuck decoration meant. No. And oh, no. <laughs> and she was like, I, I really want to decorate my room with, like, all these posters. And I was like, oh, yes, bitch. Like, I can do this. I know decoration. I'm an interior stylist. I'm a fucking engineer. I can do everything. And then she asked me at the end, how old are you? Because she thought I was a fucking college student. She thought I was, like, graduating college. And I was, like, 17. I was like, oh, I'm, like, about to graduate high school, like, next year, like, this year, whatever. She goes, wait, you're still in high school? And I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, my fucking God. No, you're too young for this position. Because she wanted somebody that was, like, already in college. But she didn't ask me how old I was. And then she was like, you know what? At that point, she's, like, hiring her daughter or friend. I know. Like I would, my mom would not have gone on care.com and been like, my 13-year-old needs someone to come I, over. And then after, she was like, you know what? I don't think this is going to work out. But, like, I have blocked that fucking memory. That's crazy. And I can't believe I did that. That's crazy. I'm really happy for you for doing that. That's honestly Yeah, but it didn't cool. work. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. That's, still, that's crazy. That's so funny. Though. I know. That's so funny. Parents should hire babysitters that are friends for kids that don't have friends. I feel like I wanted to have a job and like I wanted to have multiple jobs in high school. Like, yeah. I don't know what I wanted to do, but I just wanted to do everything. Literally, that was oh my, my mentality. Yeah. I hated working with kids in high school. I hated my job in high school. I used to work at Rock and Jump too. That shit sucked. Oh, yeah. I hated the children at Rock and Jump. Oh, the ones no. that just would like jump and like crack their necks at that the bottom me. of the trampoline. Oh Literally. my god. <laughs> that was me. At How Rock do you and even jump? monitor? Oh. You don't. There are such liabilities. No, they're awful. Yeah, I don't think it's still open. I, I mean, know. right now during coronavirus, no, but no, I've I mean, seen them general. open on like the side of the freeways and stuff. There's like a, Not there's the, like one, a chain. the one that we used to go to definitely closed. The like. San Carlos one? Yeah. That's what me and Mariah used to work I at. Know. Crazy. <laughs> I know. I, one of my favorite jobs in high school was working at summer camps. I loved that. Like That's that was fun. like so fun, like especially lacrosse camp. What other, like what else? I don't know. But yeah, that was my babysitting experience. Yeah, yeah, I totally like black black that out of my memory for the longest time, and then I remembered it, and I was like, "So funny! No way! That's so awkward! So cringe!" I just can't get over the fact that my mom let me go into a strange person's apartment complex like that. I think they trusted <laughs> Care.com. That's what like, drives me nuts. I signed up for Care.com, too, when I was, at, like, a freshman in college, like, super random. And I didn't do anything with it. But, like, I feel like our parents trust Care.com because, like, they're commercials and stuff. That's how they get you. Probably get you. But Care.com is honestly, they have a lot of shit. They have, like, pet services. Like, kid, kid services. Do you know what I, how I found my job? It wasn't Care.com. It, I literally Googled jobs in Moraga, California. <laughs> and the first <laughs> thing that popped up Did was, they pay for that? What? Did the parents, like, pay for an app? Wait, wait, wait. Let me, okay, let me get there. Um, so I literally looked it up, and the first thing that popped up was so. Sitter City, which I've never heard of. And I was like, oh. okay, like, I, I'll, uh, I'll bite. Like, what yeah. is this? And it was literally perfect. It was, like, less than a mile away from our apartment. Wow. And yeah. um, the, it was, like, like they had three kids. They wanted someone to be, like, the hours that my school was. Perfect. Perfect. Everything, the stars aligned. And I emailed this woman, and I'm like, hi, like, 
so interested. And then she literally called me back within the hour. Aww. And I got the job, like, right, like, she, well, she was like, um, well, I want you to meet the kids first, like, can you come back to That's Moraga? Good. Yeah. And I literally got the job within the week, but it was, like, the first thing that popped up on Google. Nice. I Googled jobs in Moraga, and that's, that's how sick. I got a babysitting that's job. That's sick. That's clutch. But, like, how random is it that it was just, like, some website sitter study? I feel like everybody should babysit in their life. I feel like it's, like, it's such fun. a fucking it's a fun experience. Story. Experience. No, I think some people shouldn't babysit. <gasps> oh, my God. Wait, I have this other fucking story. I used to babysit in high school this is so weird oh my god yes i'm gonna say her fucking name oh my god wait my thing just fucked up okay we can block out her name so this girl in high school used to babysit this family and i think she was going out of town whatever me and her were super close and she was like oh my god excully like i'm going out of town this weekend i was wondering if you could babysit these kids for like one night blah 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 they're gonna pay you this amount i was like dude yeah that's fucking easy and the kids weren't like fucking small they were like maybe seven or eight you know like they're already in that energetic stage so they need to be playing with she was like okay the only thing i do warn you about is that the kids need to be they like play a lot like you need to be very energetic and like go outside and play with them and i was like okay right normal i got to the house we were playing like fucking like kids would i don't know what the fuck else this this family expected from me and when i left and i think the next day the mom texted me or i think she no 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 she texted my friend from high school and she was like oh like thank you so much for the reference but if we could like if you could like refer us to like another friend because the kids were saying that she didn't play with them at all and all this shit. And I was like, what the fuck? These kids snitched on me. We played. They hated me. And they told their mom to never have me as a babysitter again. <laughs> and so she came back to me like that Monday. Oh she was like, Excali, what happened? They like called me and they told me that you didn't do anything. And I was like, That's how insane. dare they? Literally gasp. Yeah, I know. The kids ratted you out. Yeah, kids can be like that though. Kids are like, like she didn't even play with me. They probably did it to like bargain for something that they wanted. Honestly, no. But I I was like, I don't know what the fuck else these kids expect me. I don't know if they want to like. I don't know. That's hilarious. Yeah, I never again babysitting in my life. All right, guys, that wraps up our fifth episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we just wanted to say that we might be MIA for a while just because, um, exciting news, um, Excali is starting a new job soon. So our schedules are kind of going to be conflicting, but, um, we'll try and get episodes out as soon as possible. Um, so just to recap today's episode, we talked about, um, conflict in the workplace, some funny stories we have from our previous positions and sort of dealing with like unpleasant coworkers, I should say. Bad Um, it's all jokes all jokes we put out nothing but love (laughs) yeah don't take this don't take us seriously don't don't take it seriously not the the stories are they're funny you know all right guys thank you for tuning in and stay safe thanks Bye. bye we are sorry the number you are trying to reach is unavailable please try again when you are graduated or employed not ungraduated